Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle. I am your host, Greg. Now, I've said that this is a sports and entertainment podcast, and I didn't want it to be a podcast that was just simply about talking sports 24-7, because I could do that. Wake up, and we could just talk about sports till, like, you, I'm sleeping and the TV's on. But I wanted to digress and maybe pivot and talk about some other things. I want to um, maybe install some episodes called quotes and what they mean to me, you know, because I always have a positive quote at the end of every episode, but there are a lot of more quotes that I have that I use as daily mantras or when I'm not feeling balanced that day, I kind of read them and they make me get back into focus and whatever I'm going through, it makes me realize this is why I'm doing it and why I should continue doing it. There's no format to this one. I usually have a format for all my other episodes. This one, I'm just going to fly off the cuff and kind of give it to you straight from the, 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 the hip, the old school saying straight from the hip. I'm going to be a straight shooter and speak straight from the heart. I'm a person that believes in positive energy. I believe that it's the energy that you carry within you. You need to guard that the most. It's almost as if you need to have like an air bubble around you to protect your energy because that is the most value that you have because that's what gives you your happiness. And you can't be with somebody else if you're not happy inside because looking for happiness within somebody else or some other entity means that Either A, you're dependent, or B, you don't know that you're depressed and you need that other thing to make you happy. Now, granted, look, I, I like watching sports. I watch sports, you know, if there's a live game, I'm trying to watch it. It doesn't make me happy to the point where if I'm not able to watch it or if I'm not able to... um participate in any way in paying attention to that game i will be like depressed i might be annoyed i might be a little upset like oh man that's a good game i really wanted to watch it but it's not like not watching it is going to determine whether or not i'm going to be happy that day now if my team loses or if the team that i wanted to win loses i might be annoyed or pissed off that day but the next day it's over you know, like when you're emotionally invested as a fan, it's hard to sit there and say it's over and that's it. But that's why I like um, to protect my energy. I like to be positive. I have a lot of mantras. I have a lot of um, personal quotes that I have that like get me focused. I like to have crystals. I believe in the crystal energy and what they provide. If you Google what crystals provide for you, some people don't believe in them. They just look at them as like, hey, they're just little rocks and they're expensive. That's cool. Because what I've learned in life is that we are in, at this point right now, such a society of debating such a society of I'm right and you're wrong that we have lost the art or the ability to say, hey, you know what? We can agree to disagree. You like steak. I like chicken. But just because 
I like chicken and you like steak doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong or you're right and I'm wrong. It's just what I like. And I think now we're so caught up in the, no, you can't be eating chicken because chicken got this and that and that and this. Well, you eat steak, steak got that and this and this and that. And it's like, stop, man. Or we're living in a society where it's like, I guess because with technology, you can, oh, no, that's incorrect. Here you go. Look at my phone. There's information right there. That part I get, it kind of provides transparency and clarity. But then I think other times it's like, we look to find fault in the other person instead of maybe listening more, talking less, understanding that person's perspective and saying to yourself, you know what? I get their perspective. I really do. I disagree with it, but I get their perspective. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm trying to work on in 2022 listen more and talk less. And anybody that knows me knows that I like to talk and I like to, you know, be loud. And these are the things I'm working to evolve to become the best version of myself. And one of those things that I wanted to implement after hearing this on the podcast, the pivot, I love the pivot podcast. I know I'm not at the level where the Pivot Podcast is, but if anybody listening to this, put Pivot in your YouTube search engine. Channing Crowder, um, you got uh, Fred Taylor, and then you got um, Ryan. Oh, man, I forgot his last name. Ryan, but he played. He used to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't want to say his last name. He works for ESPN. You know what? Hold on. Like I just said, we, with these cell phones and devices, we can, uh, Ryan Clark is his name. I just Googled it right now. I can't believe I forgot that. But, you know, that's the beauty, too. When you got these devices, they kind of help you with uh, the memory things like that. But, uh, all right, so you, we, we talking about um, Ryan Clark, Channing Crowder, Fred Taylor, they're all former uh, professional football players in the NFL. They were all really, really good. They have a podcast in which they, it's called The Pivot because whatever guest they have on, they say, hey, what was the pivot in your life that made you change from this to that or when you retired or this and that or that and this? But I, I love their, their their podcast. So one of the guests that they have on was um, current Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, if anybody knows him, he's a serious dude. Like when he's in the post game or he's talking to media, his eyes are wide open. He looks at you. He articulates an answer. He answers your question, but he doesn't give away too much information. But he says, is that a good enough answer for you? Well, he doesn't give you that peanut butter and jelly. He gives you straight up that, you know, for all my Haitians, that G. Cole, yo. That, that that rice and beans with chicken. I mean, he just he pulls no punches. He's not rude, but he makes sure that whatever you ask him is answered. Now, um, they interviewed him, and he had a couple things. And I always got my um, notes on my phone open for um, quotes that I could find for people. And I got a couple from uh, the episode that I just wanted to discuss. One of them is moving a space that you're comfortable with. And when he said that, and I started listening to him, like, what does he mean when he says moving a space that you're comfortable with? 
He said that when he speaks to the media, because him and Ryan Clark, Ryan Clark played for Mike Tomlin. Ryan Clark and Mike Tomlin both won a Super Bowl as head coach and player, but they were able to develop a friendship outside of head coach and player, which lasts to this day. And Ryan Clark says that, you know, the way this guy is in front of the media, it's not the way he is, or it is, he, the way Mike Tomlin said it was that when he's in front of the media, he puts on a shield or a persona where he can control who he is allowing you to see, meaning that the way he's going to act in front of you, he could control that, meaning that he could control the outcome, meaning that he can control the situation, similar to Bill Belichick. Because when you talk to a lot of Patriot players, they'll tell you that Bill Belichick is fun. He's hilarious. But whenever you see him in a post-game interview, Bill Belichick, what do you think about today's game? It doesn't matter about today's game. We're on to next week. Okay, so next week, what do you have to do to win that game? Play better than the other team. Okay, thank you very much. But, you know, Mike Tomlin kind of broke that down where he said, look, man, you know, not everybody can see who you really are. And I mean, I'm paraphrasing, I'm illustrating right now. Not everybody could see who you really are. Not everybody's going to understand who you really are. Because people nowadays have this, we got to look a type of way, talk a type of way. This is what you have to do to achieve success. If you do this, it's not, look. it's like such a cookie cutter mode where individuality or being yourself is frowned upon it's like do you think you're better than me because you're not doing what i'm doing because we're all doing this and for for what i got from mike tomlin was more so when you're with your peoples and i mean like your peoples man the people that you know you may be known since third grade maybe since since elementary school high school maybe since college you know, a dude like me is in his 40s. Maybe you met friends that you've uh, been friends with in your 20s and 30s and you still stay in contact with them. There's a level of comfortability that you have where you could be you. You could be authentic because when you're friends with somebody, being friends is almost more valuable than being family to somebody. Because when you're family, you're related. Meaning that no matter how long you live on this earth, you're related. So you're going to have to deal with each other. Whether it be a baptism, communion, wedding, funeral, graduation, I'm going to see you. I don't like you. Hey, how you doing? Okay, how's the family? Okay, how's your family? Good. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Don't talk to me anymore. Right? But you see, when you're friends with somebody, they can say to you, hey, I don't like how you're acting. I don't like how you did me wrong. I don't like how this situation went down. I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want you in my life anymore. And they can say, boom, it's over. In a way, sometimes friends could be closer than family because you might do family wrong. No, they're not going nowhere. Whereas opposed to with friends, you might sit there and say, hey, I apologize. Or maybe I shouldn't do that because I value the friendship that much. And those are the people that you can really be authentic and fully transparent with. But you see, Mike Tomlin is more so saying, you can't be like that with everybody. You can't show who you really are to everybody 
because people may be meeting you for the first time. People may be hearing of you via gossip and rumors, or just, you know, if you're a famous person hearing or reading about you via social media or just the media in general, they already have a predisposed opinion of you and they think they know who you are. So in saying that, in thinking like, hey, we know who you are. No matter what you do, we still see this person. And maybe if you can control that atmosphere or that situation by being very buttoned up, political, saying the right thing, maybe look at people in the eye, giving them short answers, but answering them and not letting them get inside of you. You can control the narrative and what they see and say about you. Because it's one thing for somebody to sit there and say, hey, this or that, or that, this, they so emotional. But then it's like the person was just very detached or very guarded. And at some point you also got to say, I don't give a damn about what you got to say. Because what you have to say to me doesn't really matter. Because if I can't be me around you, then I don't really care what you think about me. It's the people that I could really be me that I could say, hey, did I hurt your feelings? I apologize. But when you're around somebody and they feel like, yo, my feelings are hurt because you're so guarded around me, I don't care. You don't know me like that. Why do I need to sit there and tell you all this information about me where you're not doing, you're not reciprocating? And B, do you really want to know me? Or do you just want to know my business? Because in knowing my business, then you could just add a little bit of that sazon, some hot sauce, some other seasonings, put it in the oven, bake it up. And then now you're going to add that to the rumor mill. Because trust me, I've been in that rumor mill. There have been things that I've done in my life that people still look at me like I'm 20 something years old. And act and treat me as if I am 20 something years old, like I am still that person. And sometimes I feel like saying, why don't you look at my resume and see what I've accomplished for you to feel that I am still that person. I may not have taken the route to success the way everybody said I should have. But anybody that lives in the tri-state area or close to New York City knows if I say, hey, let's meet up at Madison Square Garden for Knicks Lakers game, I can invite 10 people that are coming 10 different ways. But does it really matter how they get to the garden? All that matters is you at the garden. And for me, success is the ultimate goal. What success means to each and every person is different. But just because I didn't do it your way, and for you to still look at me like I'm this and that, that and this, but you refuse to see the progressive way in which I live my life, that's cool. But then that's where that Mike Tomlin comes in. Where it's like moving forward now, I'm just going to take things as, hey, look, you know what? I always thought you got to keep it real. You got to keep it a buck. You got to keep it. You got to keep it, look, man, this is me and I don't care. But maybe that's just not the way. 
maybe you can't do that because everybody's just not going to see it that way. And you may be seeing it in an authentic, genuine way, but they're just going to extrapolate what they want, twist it around, and then make it ugly. It's another quote that uh, Mike Thomas said. He said, the standard is the standard, right? And he's said this a lot in post games, whether the, the, the Steelers win, they lose pregame or before a big game. Yo, hey, this and that. He will always say the standard is the standard. And I know what that meant, but I just wanted him to expound on that and really from his perspective or his mantra, what does that mean? He gave an interesting example that I've never heard before. He said, whatever fast food you go to around the globe, whether it be New York, California, Puerto Rico, Europe, um, you know, it could be Dominican Republic, Texas, whatever fast food restaurant you go to on the globe, the value meal number one is the value meal number one. Now, let's say you go to Chick-fil-A. I like me some Chick-fil-A. I don't know what a value meal number one is, but let's just say the value meal number one is a grilled chicken sandwich, um, medium fry, medium soda. In New York, any Chick-fil-A I go to, if I say I want a value meal number one, that's what I'm going to get. If I'm in California, that's what I'm going to get. If I'm in Canada, that's what I'm going to get. If I'm in New Mexico, that's what I'm going to get. And what he to me... I've never heard it where the standard is the standard. You don't play to the scoreboard. You play to the standard. And the standard is what you feel your level of excellence should be. And no matter what the situation, no matter what's happening, no matter what's transpiring, the standard is the standard. I hope you liked this episode, everybody. It was just me giving you my thoughts on a couple quotes that I heard from Mike Tomlin. And, uh, you know, I thought they were pretty cool. And I just wanted to speak on something maybe different than um, sports, you know. Um, I'm going to also include my personal thoughts and my personal feelings on some of these quotes and how they make me feel and how they maybe have motivated or made me want to change, do things differently. So I know I normally end with a positive quote, but I think this whole episode was about a positive quote. So um, in saying that, I will just say thank you. I hope you liked this episode and bye-bye everybody.